0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It is April 7th, 2020. You are listening to Healing the Healer podcast, your host, Emmanuel Zavaios, certified emotion code and body code practitioner. It is episode three, which is I have a partner who isn't open to energy healing. So this is a very touchy subject, and I would love to not only tiptoe in it, but I want to jump in it head first. I want to also talk about an experience that my friend Carsten told me that he witnessed Dr. Brad had during a conference uh, was really interesting is that he said that he saw Dr. Brad very emotional and something really triggered him. And what it was was that there was a question that a woman asked at a conference and, and it really just rang true for a lot of women who were at the conference. I would say the conference just to be safe 80% when you go to a Discover Healing event or you go to some event, I would say a good 80% are women. Thank goodness we need more women energy. And in this world, because obviously what's happening right now is too much man energy. And this is what happens. We're basically the demise of the human race in some areas is due to the fact that there's too much male energy on this earth. But what's really interesting is that he was getting very emotional because a woman asked him this very simple question, which is how do I, how can I work on my husband when he doesn't believe in this or something to that extent of, I'd love my husband to be open to this, but I can't work on him right without his permission. And he said to everyone, according paraphrasing what Carson told me, he said, this is the hardest thing in all the years of, energy healing and being a veteran energy healing. This is the hardest thing to hear is hearing women talk about how their man isn't open to this work. And it, and it pulls a strain in the family because I mean, obviously is it possible the family dynamic could change with just the woman and working with the kids? Very possible. But would it be better if the, the line of the house stood up and said, Hey, let me do some work on myself. Hey, maybe I'm adding to the problem. Uh, but unfortunately men don't like to be in touch with emotions. And, um, I think little by little the world is changing and maybe they are getting in touch with it. That's what I'm hoping. But for the most part, there are some people that are listening to me right now that are like my boyfriend or my husband is not open to this, or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you're a guy and your wife isn't open to this. And so I want to talk to you guys today because I want you guys to know that there is hope for you. Don't, um, you know, this isn't a time to put your wife on the shelf or your boyfriend on the shelf and say, I'll get to it when I can because you never know. Maybe the improvement of your relationship depends on their energies being removed. So you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Uh, so, but there's basically five different ways to help that situation out. And I want you guys to really be open-minded because some of the things you might know, some of the things you might not know. And uh, this is kind of what's worked for my clients. It's worked for myself. And um, it's just something that I think you you should really think about that may be beneficial in your healing journey. I always tell people, you know, if you were to go on a bus ride from Los Angeles all the way to New York, you know, would you rather have a bunch of reactive family members with heart walls or would you rather have a healed family that you take a trip to New York? That trip would be a very, very different trip if everyone were removing their imbalances and Unfortunately, you're not a prophet in your own village. I wish I made up that verse, but it's from the good book. You're just not a prophet in your own village. Sometimes when you awaken the energy healer yourself, sometimes it's your friends and family that don't believe in what you do. That's okay. That's what that verse in the good book was for, is to realize that, you know, some of the, you know, there's a really great phrase in in the scriptures too. Is also like, can anything good come out of Nazareth? They're basically saying, like, because of where this person came from, we're going to judge them. Because I've seen them get a nosebleed, they can't be something special. Because I've seen them fall or, you know, uh, wet their diaper wet their diaper later than usual. Now he's a prophet. You know, it's the same thing with this work. It's the same thing with anything. When you become a doctor, maybe you worked at Domino's Pizza before, but then you decided to become a doctor. They're going to remember you delivering food to their house, and that's just the way it works. Be okay with it. It's. Over time, they will learn to applaud you. They'll be like, oh, I never doubted you a second. Don't take the grudge out of them. Yeah, you did. You, you, know, don't don't get angry at them. Just let them know that they're they're slowly evolving to what you know is true to your true to yourself. But don't stop your progress because people don't get you. Don't stop your healing if your partner isn't open to it. That's my suggestion. But number one, the first thing you can do is this is work on yourself. So what does this mean? Obviously, you can remove trapped emotions from yourself. But did you know that there's certain things, certain energies in your body like images, like broadcast messages, there's certain things in the body code. Broadcast messages when you, uh, it's almost like you're wearing a t-shirt and it says kick me. And for some reason, everyone kicks you and you're wondering why. What you can do is use the body code to, first of all, find out where that came from. There's usually an energy below it. But once you remove that thing below it, you can create a new broadcast message. You can install a new one. So instead of kick me, you can say honor me or love me. And then all of a sudden now, you're putting off that vibration for people to love you more. Could that be affecting your partner? Most definitely. So you can say, do I have any broadcast messages that are affecting my partner? Put that out there. Also, you may have these things called these energies that you don't resonate or you don't have harmony with. There's really there's two very powerful sessions you can do. You can say, I resonate with my partner, or I have harmony with my partner, and you can check your percentage. See, are you at a hundred percent? Nope, 90, 80, 70, 60, 50. Oh, look, 53, 54. Okay, you're at 53 percent. So now when you remove certain energies. That for whatever reason, they offend your partner. Get that to 100%. Resonate at 100. Harmony at 100. Uh, Trust me, you haven't even touched his energies. You're just working on yourself. But you have less offensive energies that make him act a certain way. For example, the kick me. Yeah, that kick me broadcast message is probably influencing your partner. So you may want to remove that. So, you can ask that question Do I have any energies that are offending my partner? You can even keep it simple. Just say, Are there any energies that are offending my partner? And uh, your body will tell you. Maybe you have an image. Like there's a photo of yourself being helpless, and his subconscious reads your file. As soon as you get close to him, he's like, Just reading your file. He's like, Oh, you have an image feeling helpless? Well, let me find ways to make you feel more helpless so that you match this photo in your body. So it's very, very important that you have energies that are actually influencing the outside. Nobody wants to know that. But perhaps the abuse you've received in your life and the things that have happened to you could be the fact that your music that you're putting out there is heavy metal hurt me music. And now people get crazy and they get they, they get very abusive towards you. If you only knew to shut that music off. So that's very important, is work on yourself. Number two. Is work on your children. If you have children, I think the best thing to do is to heal them and work on their heart walls, remove energies. You know, um, and you may also want to do this. I how about um, my son resonates with his father, or my son has harmony with the father. If you know the kids have some crazy dynamic with the dad, the mom has very, for example, the daughter has, you know, uh, always kind of a grudge or a chip on her shoulder about the dad. She probably does not um, – there's probably some energies that are causing that. So say, are there any energies that make you have a grudge on your father? And release those as much as possible. Are there any energies that make you not want to listen to your father? Release those. So you're healing the kids and what will happen is he's going to have to tuck them in at night or he's going to have to interact with them at nighttime. Then he'll notice the difference. He'll say, wait a minute. My kid is acting differently or my child is – It's just different. What's happening? Then you can lean on the conclusion that, oh, I've been working on on our kids. Oh, you know, maybe I should look into it. Honestly, I've had so many sessions with children where the father wasn't open. And due to the fact that the child changes before the father's eyes, he's like, I got to get my heart wall cleared. I have to do something because obviously this is working. I never have seen my son, I've never would have thought my son would change this much. So it's very important. So why don't you work on the kids and anything that the father experiences, the sort of social environment between the child and the father, change it, manipulate it, move it out of the child. So that way new dynamic, new social dynamics change and get altered Trust me, you'll have a father saying, what's going on there? I've been noticing he's being nicer to me or he listens to me more or he's more obedient or he sleeps faster or his allergies are gone, whatever. Anything that has to do with improvement with the father's ideal or even any improvement in general. Like what if your son has ADD? Work on him and release any energies using the body code system and then notice the grades change and then all of a sudden you can – say, you can blame it on the emotion code, body code, and then he'll be more open. So number two is work on the children. Number three, look for shared energies. So there's a lot of emotions that you that you can share. You can share a heart wall energy. You can share a trapped emotion. You can also share what they call emotional compounds. Emotional compounds is when you feel two emotions at the same time, and it gets stuck in a ball of energy. Sometimes it's two. Sometimes it's three but basically gets stuck in a ball of energy and you're like sharing it with somebody else. Now, whether that person started, they felt those two emotions and that little bubble of energy gets attached to you or vice versa. You created those two emotions and then it gets stuck with them. It doesn't really matter. The point is you're sharing it with, with your partner. If you remove that, you'll actually heal them too. If you remove a heart wall that you, you can ask, do I have any heart wall that's shared with my partner? If you remove that, you will heal them too. You don't need their permission when you're releasing a shared energy. Also, do I have a emotional, a shared emotional compound with my partner? If your body leans forward and says yes, then release it. That's healing them too. If it's sadness and sadness and frustration, you're technically releasing sadness and frustration from your partner too. So look for shared energies. I know you can share heart walls. You can share trapped emotions. You can also share emotional compounds. You can ask for those. Ask for also hidden ones. Are there any hidden shared emotions? Are there any hidden uh, emotional compounds that I'm sharing with my partner? Remove all those too. That's number three. Number four, have another practitioner work on them. Sometimes it's a little bit too close to work with your partner but if they work, for example, if you're a male and your your partner is a female, what if you recommended her to another female body code practitioner and say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm doing work on myself, but maybe you should meet with her. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And you'd be very surprised. They don't like to get super vulnerable with you, but they'll get vulnerable with somebody else. People don't get vulnerable with yourself, maybe they'll get vulnerable with a psychologist. So you see, sometimes it's a little too close, you know, and I think it's very, very important to respect that. And then who knows? What if what if their healing goes really, really well? Now um, they're open for you to heal them. That's happened a lot. For example, I used to work on a couple all the time, uh, work on the husband over and over and over again. And then I think she became a practitioner. Or, um, and then she was like, I can take it from here. So that's something that you may want to do is have another work, a practitioner work on them. Number five is you want to have them read the book or listen to the audio. So you never know. My father, for example, is an oncologist. As soon as he saw quantum physics on the ninth page or 10th page, he just didn't know what to do with himself. He was like, oh my goodness, I need to go in here and study this myself. And he told me, he says, if there's anything that's going to replace Western medicine, it would be something in the physics field. So I was very I was very shocked that he said that to be honest and um, now he believes in it he read the whole emotion code book he also took my body I gave him my body code manual which is this very thick dry book about how to use the body code and he read the whole thing from page one up to however it ended and now he's a big believer and then I worked on then I worked on him I worked on his shoulders and then he he was like he was like wow I, my shoulders feel a lot better I wouldn't fluff. It up, Emmanuel. You know me. I'm a very blunt oncologist. I'm not going to fluff it up. I said, "Yeah, I don't want you to fluff it up. Let me just work on your shoulders." And I worked on it, and then all of a sudden, it started really. He's like, "He's like, how did you know about my teenager years?" You know, and my pain is actually going down. So I started working on his heart wall. He started noticing some significant changes. And now, now when I go into a family reunion, he's like, "Hey, anybody have any pain in their shoulders or their neck?" And it's like, "Emmanuel's got you." and He'll help you out the motions. I mean, it's like that. It's a very different father. Uh, when he now recommends me before he was very closed uh, for about a year. So I think it's very important to realize that you need to – You need to, if you're taking notes, you want to write this down. Write down, um, draw a picture of an eyeball. Okay? So draw a picture of an eyeball. Draw a picture of people, like stick figures. Okay, so do that. And then draw a picture of a book. And then draw a picture of ears. Like, a, like, a, like an ear. Okay? Now, what does this mean? A lot of us are giving up on our partners because they haven't gone through the factory wheel. What I mean by that is that they need to go through a process the same way you went through a process. Guys, I wasn't open to the emotion code. Like when I looked at the emotion code, I must have read the book. I picked it up and I was like, okay, that's great. And then I dropped it. Can you believe it? I dropped it. What I mean by drop it is I stopped reading it. And then I picked it up again and then I dropped it. I picked it up and I dropped it. Eh, let's pick it up again. And then I dropped it again. So what's the point of the story? I must have dropped it like seven times. Why? Because I had a heart wall. I couldn't see my mission if the doctor himself walked into the room and said, you will bestow great qualities as a practitioner. and You will help thousands of people all over. You know, so I'd be like, what are you doing in my room? So guys, if I was like that, think about your partner. <laughs> this isn't even his mission. It could be, but th- this isn't even his mission. And you expect him to get it right away. But again, remember, you're not a prophet in your own village, Right. Aren't you the person who's the, enter- the new gung ho energy healing person? You're kind of like that prophet. You're kind of like that person that everyone goes, eh, "What happened to her? She was normal, then now she's drinking the, the red juice." It's okay. It will take time. So if I took time to read the book, and I had to be, I had to hear from my friend. I had to, my friend Carson worked on me. If I had to go through a process, I had to he- have a healing. Plus, I did a sample session. I remember, I remember it very, very clearly when I got my first session, how much I was pacing around my room, how I was nervous. I was getting all emotional. And I needed to do a healing. I needed to read. So what do these little symbols mean? Eyes is they need to see what you've seen. People, you, wrote, you drew some people. They need to meet the people that you've met. The book, they need to read what you've read. The ears, they need to hear what you've heard. So they have to go through that process. They have to see things. Maybe they need to watch a video of mine or they need to watch a video of Dr. Brad. Maybe they have to meet someone, maybe they have to meet a new practitioner. Maybe they have to read the uh, listen to the audiobook while they're driving. Maybe they have to um, um or and, and and maybe they have to or maybe they have to listen to this podcast. Maybe they listen to this podcast. And you know what? This guy's making sense. Now it's finally clicking. So just know that they're going through a process of being open to what you're doing. Be patient, just the same way as your creator was patient with you, trying to get you to become a healer, or whatever you do, or to to help you find your mission. Imagine how patient the creator was with you. You like flopping around from job to job. You know, it's like the creator just waited. It's like at some point she's gonna get it. It's the same thing. We have to have that sort of creator patience and be like, at some point, my partner's going to get it. But until then, nothing wrong with having them work with a practitioner, uh, nothing wrong with you working on yourself. That kind of affects his energy. So again, let's go through the five things. Number one is work on yourself. Any energies that offends your partner, remove them. Uh, resonate with him. Have harmony with him. Number two, work on the children especially social dynamics between the child and the father. If you notice patterns, try to release some trapped emotions so he can notice the difference. Or if there's any symptoms that that the father is aware of that the child has, work on the symptoms so he can see the difference. Number three, look for shared energies, whether they're shared heart walls, uh, a shared uh, emotional reverberation, uh, a shared... um, just a shared emotional compound, whatever there's there's many shared energies uh, in the in the body code and look for them. And you can just ask, do I have any shared energies with my partner and release as many as you can? Uh, also um, or number four, have another practitioner work on them. and number five is have them go through the process of the eyes, the people, the book, the ears. have them go through that, okay? So I just want to let you guys know that that's something that I highly recommend is, uh, these are five things that hopefully have helped you out. Um, feel free to, you can send an audio uh, message to me. Like if you have any cool feedback, I know a, a wonderful lady named Yolanda sent a message to me and uh, was, it was just such a beautiful message about how she appreciated this podcast. I really appreciate those words. I'll probably never <laughs> delete that recording. Cause, uh, if I'm ever having a bad day, I'm going to listen to that. But uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you gained something from this. Feel free to send me a voice message on uh, on Anchor. And, and um, if you subscribe here, you can obviously send me a message. If there's any feedback that you want to give back to me, I would love to hear it. Uh, we're all a big family here. So thank you guys for listening to episode three. And tomorrow we do have a special guest, which is going to be Wednesday, April 8th. It's at 3.30 we're gonna have Dr. Brad uh, here for an hour. I'm gonna interview him. And so if you have any questions, again, you can you can feel free to send me a message on um, the our Facebook page, which is Healing the Healer Podcast. So look for our Facebook page. You can send me a message there if you have any questions about it, or you can look at my post that I did about Dr. Brad and comment below with a question you have for him. then i will I will put a shout out for you during the recording tomorrow. Um, and so it's not going to be live, but it will be recorded. And then I will make sure to, uh, share that with you guys tomorrow night. So stay tuned. If you have any people that are fans of Dr. Brad, this is the best time to follow me on anchor. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. And obviously I like, I want to end with this. I always like to say that people have this false notion where, you know, you know, I'll take care of you if you take care of me. But what I found out is that if we just take care of ourselves, then we can authentically take care of other people. If we take care of ourselves, then we can change our home, we can change the city, and we can eventually change the world. So with that, I love you guys, and I will talk to you guys soon, and hopefully you gain some insight from this, and we'll be uh, doing a podcast tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.